Patriots, and it's Sunday, October 15th in the year 2023. I'll tell you, um, <laughs> just when I thought Isaiah 61 was done on Friday, we went to the service last night. We had an incredible day of spiritual warfare and truly a victory beyond victories yesterday and um, a healing last night that was just over the top, which I'm going to talk a little bit about before we get going this morning. I do want to make mention of our great sponsors. Um, we are obviously are in a period right now where much of what we thought at one point was unthinkable could happen at any time. We're watching the lunatics in the Middle East try to 
bring war to each other. All of them are just cults of Satan at the end of the day. And um, we just need to be prepared. That's the bottom line. And don't be caught short. So some of that includes your emergency food. And it's a critical part of everything you do. And you need to make sure that you have what you need and not get caught short. We just don't know what's going to happen, but we definitely see the writing on the wall that something big is coming. And with the influx of the illegals coming across the border, the fighting age males setting up camp and being willfully and uh, strategically directed across our nation. As they say, it's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. And that would be, in this case, your food resources. So that's why we have My Patriot Supply, which is the nation's leader in emergency food storage. So if you head over to the website for Bards Nation, which is preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com, you'll save 25% on the My Patriot Supply three-month emergency food kits. They include a wide range of delicious meals. They have over 2,000 calories a meal. And that's what you need to maintain optimum strength, especially in times of stress if, and we get into critical moments. So you want to stock up? Stock up now. Get one for every member of the family. Have that. They'll last on the shelf for up to 25 years. It's a type of insurance policy you want for your family. And it creates a perfect foundation for a great emergency food plan. And we just don't know what's going to happen. We've seen how things have all happened in, in a kind of coalescing of crazy from you know riots, ground warfare, to weather warfare. You name it. It's all happening. And this is not a time to play around or, or a drag your feet. So head on over to preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com, and you will be happy you did. Seriously, it'll be good. All right, Patriots. So one thing I, I'm going to talk a little bit about um, before we get rolling this morning, and it's really the power of prayer. And it just fits in very well for this morning and never to give in, never give up, and to always remember that when we're pulling people and healing people with prayer, it doesn't come easy. Last night near the end of service, and it was a late service, a long service, that um, just went, it was amazing worship period. That There was a, a worship group that was there that we went on for, I don't know, it's probably 40 minutes to an hour just of worship, which was in itself fantastic. A lot of different updates, and uh, Pastor Dave Bryan was also acknowledging some of the graduates uh, of their faith project, which were people that had been on addictions and um, they had come to uh, a point where they could graduate. They'd have been in the program for well over a year. And, they, and they, I will tell you, the Church of Glad Tidings does an amazing job of highlighting that with great personal stories and narratives and, and interviews. It's kind of a, like a mini documentary on each person. It's just beautiful stories of how these people, where they had been and where they had come to. And so then we ended up in the final part of worship, which was done by a visiting pastor, and it didn't go excessively long, but it was just a moment in time when we were kind of returning, kind of closing out to go to just some final worship and uh, we're stepping in to kind of do some prayers. Actually, we're heading, starting to talk about leaving, in fact, which was interesting. We weren't, it had been a long service and they weren't quite done yet. And as I was walking out, there was a man sitting in a chair or in, in, the, in the chairs there and uh, God said, pray on him. And uh, so as I stepped up to pray, uh, 
CJ, who I've mentioned, and she's, if you don't know who CJ is, you can go to our TikTok and see her testimony. She's an SRA victim. She was at Bards Fest. She gave her testimony. And she's just an incredible prayer warrior to work with. I'll tell you, just and deliverance person to work with. She just, she has the ability of sight into the spirit realm. It's really powerful. Great, great to team with. And she and I already had done an amazing deliverance, which I talked about here a little bit. Um, the, in previous with a, a young lady on Friday. So anyway, that said, as we were starting to um, leave, um, God said, come pray for this person. And as I reached up to pray, I looked over. He is a, um, this guy was in really bad shape. He was um, checked out, would be the right word. And he was homeless and very evidently homeless. He had Someone had given him something to eat, and his whole front was just covered in crumbs and food, and he was not really there. And so we began to pray, and we prayed, and uh, we're praying from behind him and kind of hands on him. And at one point, the Holy Spirit said, just step in front of him, Scott. So I did, and I got down on my knees and started to pray before him. And as we experienced with him, and it was very clear in the spirit that this man had come last night to die. And he had come to check out and die and die in the church. And he had, with that, he had come in with, um, as he kind of gave his testimony, and we know that he was on some medication, but he also uh, came in with, uh, it sounds like he drank a bottle of 151, which is doesn't make for a good mix. And so as we begin to pray, and go deep. Um, it was a, an incredible experience. Um, we were the more that we prayed, the harder we prayed, the more that um, the Father just opened up the doorways to what we could see and what I could see, and got in to see that He was literally on that cusp of giving His life up and walking into the abyss. He's just on the He was on the edge of, of giving into death. And so we prayed hard for uh, the raising of the dead and to pull him back from the from the edge. We prayed hard for him for healing in the heart, and God even gave sight for me to see the in the spirit level of what was in him and what was hanging in his heart. It's hard to describe these visions, but these clarities, but you can see it in the spirit where there's like literally gunk in his heart. And every time I reached up and I grabbed hold of this gunk and pulled, he would jerk and he would start crying. And I did this, I don't know, seven, eight times, something like this. And he just kept, and maybe more, I don't even remember because we were so deep. And the overwhelming power of the Holy Spirit just hit. And, and literally, just I just started, the, the tears just started to pour. And, it, and you feel the refreshing, It's refreshing is not the right term. The, the humility before the throne and the power of the Holy Spirit as it moves into the space to truly heal. And this individual, at, at, who had really, I couldn't even get him to look at me, and he couldn't speak a word because his, his, all his words were garbled, his eyes were dark. Uh, at, at the beginning of this, I had to really hold his head and, and tell him, look at me, look at me. And he would look for a short moment and then close his eyes. But little by little, we started to see life return. And we got to a place where um, he, he began to, his body began to move normally a bit. And 
then we get the break, kind of a breakthrough moment as he is, tears are flowing with him and we're praying for him. And he began to sing the, uh, the worship music, which and lift his head up and his eyes begin to open. And as there was a family that I knew that was passing by and, and uh, Spirit just said to have them, Holy Spirit said to have them join us in prayer. So I, I moved him and I waved him and they joined us. And I didn't really know why until it was the little boy of theirs that the father said, put your hands on him and pray. And the minute that happened, there was just this tremendous, beautiful flow of a child energy, child prayer, Holy Spirit, I don't know how you want to call it. It was just Christ moving through a child, filling him. And we had this beautiful shared vision of him being held by Jesus as a baby and just being comforted. And there was just such a incredible transformation from a man that was slumped over, literally giving in to death. And by the end of the evening, and this this is not a, this is a person by the way that's known in glad tidings. He's been struggling for a lot of years, and um, like I said, it was very evident that last night he had come in to die. And when we finished, and I even had uh, Pastor Dave Bryant, he witnessed it. He was a he literally raised his head, his eyes were wide open, his eyes were brilliant, they were kind of blue, instead of this dark death. And he got up and he walked out with life in him again. He's, we prayed to have all things broke off, and I hope that they were, I hope that the chains of addiction will break from him. We won't really know that until the, you know, where this goes, but that is also part of the faith. But it's also, the point is we didn't stop praying until God said, okay. And we prayed and we prayed and we prayed. And the power of that prayer is just a reminder that when we're dealing with healing and when we're dealing with deliverance and we're dealing with bringing people out, there is, we have to be aware that these are not quick one and done things. And even this man has had years to get to this point and to get out of this point which brings him, it doesn't say that he's healed, but it took all this time to get him there. That story goes can be repeated over and over with the number of people that this week that found deliverance, the number of people that were prayed on, and the healings and freedom that were, were given were incredible, and especially when you see these folks. And you, know, you saw them before, and then you see them afterwards, and you, you really realize just the need for us to be vigilant, never give in, the need for us to always stay focused on the victory, which is so important right now. And it leads us to that powerful place of truly understanding the commitment we have to have to heal. And I think that is truly at the center of all of this, is if we are not staying in that place of healing and prayer, then we're, we're really not doing the task we're committed to. It's not an easy task, healing. It's not. And it's something that takes a lot of work and a lot of dedication and most importantly, a tremendous amount and amount of and a unrelenting faith. We are bringing this to the throne. And as I say many times, we speak, we pray from victory, not pray for victory, and we pray with, with decisiveness. We don't ask, we declare. And so that's just, it was just a beautiful story last night. Um, 
there's an image around. There was a, a picture taken of this, and we'll, I'll have Nikki put it up on social media so you can see it. It was um, very powerful. And it just, uh, to have, to see just how the power of love and the power of prayer can heal somebody who is literally at, the, at their end and willing to give in. So just a good story to start. I also want to make one more mention of uh, one of our sponsors, and that's literally where we're dealing with right now. Again, we're dealing with this crazy times that we're in, and they are crazy times, and there's a need to be aware that, unfortunately, whether we like it or not, there's going to be a need for us to always keep our sword of steel sharp as much as we keep our sword of spirit sharp and tuned. And that means we have to take it, our responsibilities to protect home and family very seriously. I am always going to put prayer first above all things and keeping that walk of the Spirit. But we also have to be aware that in a time that we're heading into and, and where things begin to unravel, which is increasingly possible, that we have to be vigilant on what our ability is to protect our home. And there are there is evil out here. So... This is why we have iTarget Pro, because it's in these times of busyness, costs of things, fuel costs going up, ammo costs going up, range costs going up, it's often hard to break away or even to afford to get over and train the way you need to with your firearms. So head on over to iTargetPro.com, iTargetPro.com. You'll use your promo code BARS for 10% off. And you'll end up with an amazing device to train in the comfort of your home, the safety of your home, using dry fire techniques and, and a laser bullet. So when you actuate that and you, you, you're able to literally simulate shooting in the front room of your home without any concern of safety, this registers on a target that ties to your phone app. And you're able to use the techniques that are used by professional shooters, even that's the way I was trained, is how to use dry fire techniques to improve your accuracy and your gun handling skills and do so safely. It also allows you to train your family and your children and your friends, even people that have not used firearms before, into safe gun handling in a safe environment while also improving, teaching them good targeting and methods and improving their skills. This is really a critical, in my opinion, a very critical device to have right now for all of us, and it's uh, something everyone should have. So that's iTargetPro, iTargetPro.com, iTargetPro. Use that and use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. You'll get 10% off, and it definitely will make a difference in your overall skills. It takes about 2,000 times to drill in anything we do to build muscle memory, and this allows you to keep that drilling, like for, say from drawing to shoot to just how you handle and hold all of these things, trigger pull, breath, uh, framing of your target, all of these methods, all these techniques that tie into your greater understanding of how to shoot accurately all come together and you're able to do it safely in your home and practice daily. And so that helps build that incredible muscle memory. So and again, I, with the letter I, itargetpro.com, use your promo code BARNES. Okay, let's start with some praise reports. And here's one that's right on the top of the list. We have been praying for Candy Cates. Um, that's Jim Cates' wife. Candy was the photographer at Bards Fest. Um, and she, as you may know, about two weeks ago, roughly, uh, suffered a massive stroke that um, 
and it may have been 10 days ago. I, I don't have the exact time frame, but within that 10 days to two weeks, she suffered a massive stroke. She was out of oxygen for some period of time. We have prayed for Candy here regularly now in that period of time. And one of the things that came out right away that if you remember is we prayed just for Candy and we broke off any of the negativity, spell casting, whatever else you want to say. Um, the uh, that were that was happening because the overwhelming nature of both the shock to her husband Jim and uh, the hospital itself, which is just a bunch of spell casting demons over there half the time, telling that you know Candy's not ever going to be the same again. Candy's brain is dead. All this stuff. It just we broke it off and said no more. So this is the latest from Jim, and it is to the Bard's family. It says to our Bard's family. Candy is making amazing progress on her journey to full restoration. Now, remember, the doctor said she would never recover. She would never come back. This was the doctor's. And we said no. And then we prayed for Jim. We prayed life into Jim. And we told we sent a message in a prayer to Jim that he needed to pray life into his wife. And he heard it. And he himself has taken the strength and the mantle of healing as a husband with Candy. God bless you, Jim. Wonderful. And so he continues, worship music fills the air in the ICU room, 7111. Nothing negative is allowed to be spoken over her or near her. And what a shift in the atmosphere it has made. Nurses are asking to take pictures of our daily devotional and our founder's Bible. Doctors are coming in just to ask about our faith. For the first time today, Candy opened her eyes and was able to track movement. It's amazing. Yesterday, she lifted her right leg, first first right side movement ever. Physical therapists and occupational therapists came in today, cranked on our music, which would be faith music, and began the process of getting her moving. By the end, she was responding to her verbal commands, to their verbal commands, and moving fingers and toes. What a glorious ending to a long first week. So I'm wrong. It's only been seven days, it sounds like. as uh, This time frame has been crazy. I'm losing track of time. Not kidding. As always, thank you for everything, and we love you all. And, and that's from Jim Cates. So what an amazing update and prayer report that is. And so let's give a prayer for Candy. Uh, Father, we just want to pray for Jim and Candy in this amazing journey of healing and the miracle of healing that we're witnessing. Uh, this is literally the power when two become one and the importance as a married couple to stand back to back to fight against the enemy, never to face, never to fight face to face. Father, we just want to pray a blessing of healing over both Jim as he leads this family to the healing of his wife and their mother, Katie. Candy, in a most amazing way, we breathe life into Jim. We breathe rejuvenative energy and we breathe the power of the Holy Spirit into Jim and let that power of the Holy Spirit continue to just run through him, race through him. May the, the words of the, of, may the word and the words of, of Jesus roll from his lips for they are mighty and they are powerful and even greater than the name Jesus and let them heal him, heal Candy, and continue to see the restoration of Candy in its fullest. And Father, we breathe life into Candy. We breathe powerful breath and life deep into Candy. 
to continue to see that full restoration for she's being turned and returned back to us, not as she was, but something greater with a gift. And Jim, that's a word that she is coming back uh, with a gift and it will be spectacular and to continue and to never relent on this process of healing. This is a process that will take some time, but we have to continue to pray for Candy, pray into Candy, pray with Jim and support his prayers. And Father, we just continue to flood that space truly with the power of the Holy Spirit and we reinforce the, the hedge of protection around the entire room. We reinforce that with a bloodline that goes infinitely down and infinitely up to ensure that there is no demonic activity that has any authority or even ability to come near, that all words spoken in there will be positive, be, be uplifting, and that anything that attempts to speak otherwise will be gagged and bound. But Father, we ask for something greater in this blessing in this moment, that this incredible healing that is being witnessed by doctors, being witnessed by, by nurses, that this becomes that seed that now moves through the hospital. And as this one room, 7111, becomes a beacon of light and healing and hope, that this room will just move the power of what's going on here in the Holy Spirit, will just spread across the entire hospital and turn this hospital and transform this hospital into something new. It will break the spells of magic and 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 pharmacia will release them from the bondages of this polluted medicine that's there and start opening the hearts of all the staff and all the doctors there to the power of the true source of healing. We pray this blessing over the hospital. We pray this, pray a continued blessing over Candy and Jim. And we just, we declare healing. We declare total and full healing over Candy. And we bring that to Father before you and we say, Father, we declare healing and to see Candy fully healed and restored to the mightiness of kingdom. Amen. We have um, another praise report here. Praise report. Our amazing Lord Jesus' precious name used to banish hindering demons. Oh, I am so grateful for the years Pretty much since I came to Jesus, I have suffered pain in the soles of my feet. Walking was extremely painful sometimes, and yet every day before walking the neighbor's dog, I pray, Father, help me do this. I mentioned before somewhere I, I recite, I will lift mine eyes unto the hills because I am surrounded by them. So for the dog walk, I was always, I always managed to manage it, which I imagined was Father's help. I never stopped doing things, but often prayed to, for, to Father for help, which came. I now finally realized, thanks to Pastor Dave, that, that it was hindering demons and not old age. So I banished those hindering demons last night, and now the pain is gone. Hallelujah. This is awesome. When I prayed for help, they always left for a while. I now understand that I had to confront them in the name of my Lord and Savior, so that they are gone for good. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And thank you, Pastor Dave, for the explaining what was happening. D. Trotman. So I just want to put this in perspective. Um, D. Trotman is in England, which means she wasn't in presence of the Isaiah 61 conference, but she's receiving these teachings through the conference itself and has now freed her from demons and freed her pain in her feet. 
This is the power of deliverance on many levels. Remember, deliverance has inner healing. Deliverance has demonic issues that we break the ties of. And all of this is the restoration of the wounds, restoration of the full body spirit from the wounds and the burdens placed upon us over time. And when we do this, truly in the name of Jesus, we are able to free ourselves from the things that are burdening us. God didn't put us here to be in pain. And somehow we've accepted pain as a normal, which is because we have really horrible teachings in the church and really very corruptive practices in our medicine. So someone said to remind me that D. Trotman is from Wales. Yes, thank you. D. Trotman is from Wales. And she's a wonderful part of our family. So this is such a beautiful, beautiful um, prayer and, and praise report. So Father God, I just want to thank you for the healing and restoration that has occurred in D. Trotman's life. We just ask that uh, this hedge of protection is placed around her, anchored in the blood of Jesus, and that we just fill her fully with the Holy Spirit, and we break any chains and bonds that are around her, that may be around her lurking in terms of the demonic, and we just put the demonic world on alert that this is a child of the Most High. You no longer have authority here under any circumstances. We break those chains, and we reinforce that a bond with the powerful hedge of protection and our prayers. Father, we just pray for a, a fulfilling and, and refreshing flow of the Holy Spirit to flow from head to toe and toe to head. And we just declare healing and permanent healing over Dee Trotman and freedom for her as she continues to walk forward here. We pray for the blessings that fit upon her heart. And we, as she sits here now and truly lives that moment, pick up your crate and walk and be free. Thank you, Father. We say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So very just powerful and awesome restoration prayers, which is where we are. So I'm going to begin with a personal prayer. Yesterday was a pretty crazy day. I think that would be an understatement if you if I had time to tell it all, and I, I may tell it tonight. Matter of fact, it'll make a good story for everybody to hear, but it was a very heavy and very insane um, 24 hours of dealing with very extreme spiritual warfare and uh, even witchcraft, which was, uh, that one just got so dark. I'm not going to get into it here. I'll get into it tonight. It was It was heavy. It was intense. It was designed to... Uh, levy a curse and a blow both to the Church of Glad Tidings and to um, to many of us. Unfortunately, we had five of us together in witness praying together yesterday. But in the process of that, which is not a surprise, um, I say not a surprise because what I had dealt with on Friday was a demon that had basically tried to threaten my family, which didn't go over well with me, as you might imagine. But what did end up happening was that a friend of my family's, they were my parents, a very close friend of theirs, close friends. They had gone to have, Saturday was supposed to be their anniversary party. And Friday night, the wife, Laura, that's Laura Burks, suffered a aneurysm and um, it was a stroke. And then she suffered another one Saturday morning. And of course, in classic sense, um, 
The families have gathered at the hospital. And now this is the words that come out. And this is the spell cast. She is not expected to survive with or without an operation. Now, I, I sent my parents a note immediately. And I said, listen, I said, um, I know this may seem, and my, I love my parents. And we get into some pretty heavy-duty prayer warfare when we go here. And uh, I just said, I need you to absolutely not speak those words that she will not survive. I need you to focus purely on the uplifting prayers to heal her. And as my dad always says, I need you to walk in the sunshine. And they acknowledged and said, thank you for the prayers. Well, today we're going to pray for, pray for Laura Burks. We're going to pray massively and heavily for Laura Burks. And we're going to do so in such a powerful way that I want, I'll send this prayer over and pass the mantle of prayer to the family to lead and to see restoration. So, Father, we begin this prayer today for Laura Burks, who has suffered two strokes in, the, in a very short period of time. And who has been spellcast, and the family has been spellcast into accepting the idea that this is terminal, and we say no. So, Father, we step in the gap, and we step here forward as the protectors of the breach, and we say, we break these bonds, and we break these chains, and we break these spellcasts, and we cast them out. For this is the work of, of the pharmacia magic that flows within these hospital walls that they become the determiners of life and death, and that is not theirs to claim. We, re we rebuke it, we break it, we seal those bonds and cast that out to the lake of fire, and we step in the breach and we speak life. So, Father, life and death are yours only. There is no authority that this demonic world has over her. There is no authority that our words that we speak has, a, has over her, only life. And it is for you to determine when she is to be called home. So, Father, we bring this prayer and we declare healing over Laura Burks. And unless you choose otherwise, Father, we declare this healing in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus. And we pray, we pray healing from her from head to toe and toe to head. And we pray and breathe in life into her and we breathe the power of the Holy Spirit into her. And we pray that this is a moment now as we declare healing over her that this family will also unite in prayer to sing him, to praise our Lord and Savior, to praise Jesus, and to bring the power of the Holy Spirit into that space. So, Father, we also pray something even more deeply powerful for all this family to come together now in the unity in the body of Christ, to understand that healing and the restoration of life is yours. And may this family be humbled in this moment for all of them to fully open up their hearts with the glory of Jesus, to stand now in unison in prayer and to praise you and to pray for prayer and to understand that in this critical hour, whatever this direction is, whatever outcome is, is yours, Father, but we do not allow others to determine life and death for we are always given the task and mandate to pray life into somebody, to pray healing and declare healing into somebody. And in this case, it is Laura Burks. So Father, we pray a, a massive restoration to the damage done with, within the, the brain. We pray a vacating of any of the wounds, a cleansing and a restoration of the blood vessels that were, were broken. And Father, we pray life into Laura with the power and glory of all that we are as children of the Most High. We raise her up 
And we ask that the words be spoken deep within her that she can hear and resonate to say, Laura, you shall be healed. Laura, we declare healing over you. And Father, if you will provide, we ask that you will deploy the healing angels to surround her, to fill her, to nurture her, and to restore this body. And let her be restored fully to the perfection and greatness of what she's always intended to be. A child she enters, and may she live now in this period as a child of the kingdom. So, Father, bless us in these prayers. We declare healing over Laura Brooks. And Jesus, in your name, we state healing over her and ask Jesus that you can now make yourself presence with the power and glory of all that you are to once again raise somebody from that edge of death and to remind us of the power of our prayers, the power of the Holy Spirit, and and, be, and for others to be witness to the glory of the Holy Spirit and how it works through us, with us, and brings life to all things. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. I'll tell you, hospitals drive me bananas, if you haven't figured that one out yet. This spell casting that they do, it is probably one of the most dangerous things we face and in, in our way of walking. And we have to be vigilant to break those spell casts and to set people free, literally. I want to just read Galatians 5, 13 to 18 this morning. For you are called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. For the whole law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you, if you bite and devour one another, watch out that you are not consumed by one another. But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. For these are, the, are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. These, this passage is, like so many, so important, but it is such an essence of what we're doing here, is that we have to separate ourselves and speak life. We have to walk in the Spirit, and we truly have to be allow ourselves to be separated from when we talk about devouring the flesh, it is also being consumed by these spell casts that are out here that are trying to consume us and, and determine our lifespan. Only God gives us, only God determines life and death, not these people in hospitals. I, I'm being very polite this morning because this thing gets me going and it's just like, who do they think they are? And we know who they think they are. They're conditioned to believe that they are themselves are gods and that is idolatry in its worst. It is a false worship. And if we step into the hospital realms and we allow their words to, to be used, they become tools of wickedness and tools of, of satanic cult operations and witchcraft tomfoolery. So we need to break those chains. We need to focus on truly what it's about and to continue to march forward here as great warriors. Remember, as the word was given the other day, God has a heart warrior of a heart and the heart of a warrior is a healer. That is our commission here above all. And that is so important. All right, Patriots, let's continue on now with our prayers. This is a family that I was very close to 
Merrick is only two years old. I begged her with tears in my eyes when he was only three months old to please not get him vaccinated under the Babylonian system. As a nurse, she has been indoctrinated into believing the system. She was spellcast into having the baby shots, and I had to step away from her and the family for a season. Still loving her from afar, Jamie and Michelle have three beautiful children. This was the message she sent out to the prayer group on Monday night, 10-9. It says, Michelle and I took Merrick to Atlanta again today for another exam under anesthesia according to his care plan. Everything happened exactly as it always does with the exception of adding a glaucoma specialist to monitor his eye pressure before and after the dilation. Her part was very short, and so she came and spoke to us for a while. The retina specialist did her part. We discussed a plan moving forward to address glaucoma should it arise, but the conversation was halted when the retina specialist called her and she stepped outside to take a call. My gut told me something wasn't right, and I immediately went to the worst-case scenario. I told Michelle I knew what was happening, and he tried his best to Calm me, but it was useless in the moment. The glaucoma doctor came back and said Merrick's eye wasn't doing well at all, but she couldn't give us any details, and we would have to wait for Dr. Hubbard to come talk to us. I felt I felt like forever waiting for him to come in, and the entire time I was fighting an internal battle. My nurse self wanted to be realistic and my mama self wanted to be hopeful. I'm still trying to find balance between the two so we can figure out the best plan moving forward. Dr. Hubbard finally arrived and his demeanor was not the same as it usually is when he finishes with Merrick. He told us that scar tissue has been t- has taken over Merrick's left eye and caused the retina to fully detach. Oh my goodness. Taking away the, what little vision he had. My heart started breaking because I knew how the rest of the conversation would go. Thank God for Michelle being able to communicate with the care team because of all my energy was going towards fighting back tears as I listened. There's no way to retach the retina. Even if it could, it could, it would not give him any sight back. Now we wait and watch. There's a good possibility the scar tissue will start to cause Merrick pain. The first step will be eye drops to alleviate it, but the next step will be removing his eye and fitting him for a prosthetic. I was struggling with how to best approach this from an every angle. We know that God is in control and has promised to heal our son, but this, it's scary right now. We appreciate your prayers and we walk this path set before us. I am asking for prayers for full deliverance and his eye to be completely restored as God gave it to him when he breathed life into it. Thank you, Scott and Bart's Nations. Blessing to every one of you. Always remember, you are loved. You are beautiful. You are worthy. Wow. I, I'm, I just need to be full and provide full confession at this moment. I will, I, and I have to clear this before we do the prayer, so please hear my heart. We tried so hard, Father, to keep this from happening. And we spoke truth boldly. And we spoke truth as we filled the gap and stood in the breach. 
to ask people and to declare everything we could to prevent this from happening. And they did not listen. And so, Father, this is the pain that we carry, and sometimes that pain floats into frustration and even anger. And yet we know that right now, more than ever, we are only going to solve this through love. And the release of any of that to step into a place where we love completely. So, Father, as we begin this prayer for whoever this resonates with, and I include myself in this moment, please forgive us for any thoughts, any frustrations that bear in our heart. Cleanse our hearts now, Father, as we step into this gap to now breathe life into this child. And we breathe restoration into this child. Father, this young child, Merrick, has become a victim of what we know very well the source of. And it's a source of bad decisions that led this child ultimately to carry the burden and the the weight of a shot that it should never have been given. Father, this is purely demonic. And unfortunately, even the parents had succumbed to the the spell casting that was put about them. So, Father, we begin this prayer today with the breaking off of spell casts. And we rebuke any demonic activity that circulates around this family and encircle this family completely with a hedge of protection, anchored in the blood of Christ. And by the name Jesus Christ, we declare absolute authority over this family and over this child. And Father, we press in now. And as we press in any demonic activity that is intended to try to affect this child and disrupt this child's health is now rebuked, bound, cast into the lake of fire. For Father, we declare healing over this child, Merrick. Not just healing, but total corrective healing over Merrick. And Father, we press in and we breathe deep. We breathe life and restoration into Merrick. We declare healing with the Holy Spirit within Merrick. And we declare total and absolute healing from head to toe and toe to head. Father, we pray healing into the eye of Merrick. No longer is there a detached retina, but now all the corruption is gone. The scar tissue is removed, and we pray the total and absolute healing over its over this child's eye. And this is a little one, Father. We protect this little one. And Jesus, we just we see you and see you holding this child, healing this child, as we breathe life into the parents, and we breathe life and restoration into the parents breaking off the spell cast, casting out those demons that have affected them. And we set these parents free to hear the words, to hear the prayers, and to sit now before the throne with their child and to ask as they must, they must bring healing and life into their child, breathe life into your child. And Father, we breathe life into Merrick. We declare healing over this child. And Father, we ask if you shall give healing angels to sit with Merrick, to soothe Merrick, to sing the melodies of heaven to Merrick, and to watch a body that arrived in this world perfect be returned to that perfection. We pray for hearts to be open to the power of Jesus and the willingness to accept within. And we're reminded as well, Father, of the mighty words given, given in Scripture about repentance 2 Chronicles 7.14 And my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. So Father, we breathe in the power of repenting hearts within the parents 
and our hands now are in circulating Merrick to completely fill this child with the love of a nation, Bard's nation, as we pour our hearts and love into this child, for this child is not responsible for the burdens placed upon it. And we break those chains and we sever those chains from the demonic and you no longer have authority over this child. We encapsulate this child with a powerful envelope of love as we breathe life into Merrick, restoration of life into Merrick and full and total healing. And these things are declared in the name of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Yes, never hesitate and Never doubt the power of what we can bring to a fight like this. So important. All right, continuing on. Let's see what we've got. I think I slept like three hours last night. It was so intense yesterday. Pretty powerful. Pretty amazing, in fact. Good morning to all Bard's prayer warriors. I wasn't going to send this in and it might be too late, but Father just woke me and was prompting me to, to send it. Please continue to pray for Rachel, that the words she memorized as a young adult and child will flood her mind and heart and remind her Father loves her. May she choose to run to him and be saved. May, may he use her mightily in telling the gay community about saving and de delivering powerful power to her savior jesus last we open last we open house in october 14th please pray for father will send a buyer and the house will sell love you all and i pray daily for all be dads thank you and may father bless and keep you looks like faith w okay as i recall rachel I'm not sure I remember the origins of this, but we'll continue to pray for Rachel wherever she's at. So there's something to do with the connection with the gay community and a calling to bring Jesus to them. So it goes back some months or so, not quite a number of weeks. Um, Father, we just pray over Rachel and our prayers are just prayers of powerful healing. And we break the chains and, and controls that are time binding her to this um, this gay community and lifestyle. And Father, these have anchored into being sexual soul ties. And so we're breaking those soul ties and binding them and casting them out into the lake of fire. And Rachel, we're breathing life into your heart. We're breathing restorative life into you. We pray for the Holy Spirit to envelop you and fill you. And we declare healing of a heart at a deep level for there's wounds in there, Rachel. Wounds that no one is seeing. So we're praying that you hear these, and as you hear these, let these, this, these words resonate as, as the power of the Holy Spirit flows through you. We need you to turn to Jesus and hear those words that you memorized when you were young, when you were a young adult, and to turn your heart to him, is to know that Jesus loves you, and you need to forgive yourself, Rachel, and you need to speak those words. I forgive myself, Jesus. I forgive myself, Jesus. And hear those and know that Jesus forgives you. Jesus, we just ask that you can be there with Rachel. As our words flow into her, may your hands touch her and hold her. And may that wound in her heart and in her soul be healed. And may the words of freedom be spoken that I forgive myself, Jesus. And now put yourself before the throne and, and speak, Jesus, 
thank you. You are my Savior. And accept Christ deeply into your heart. And we pray for full and total restoration within that heart and that soul to then allow you to rise mightily and to hear your calling and your anointing as it was provided by heaven. You're in a group of people that need to find their way to Christ. You're positioned in a place that few have access to outside of that community. And so we, we breathe these words into you, knowing that if, as you answer these words, as Jesus heals you, as the healing is done, that the way that you walk, the place that you walk can have great and will have great anointing for heaven. The riches you store there for each soul you save. So we declare healing over Rachel in the most deep and powerful way, securing a hedge of protection around here and ensuring that she is now walking free as a child of the Most High. Amen. And Father, for Faith W. in their, their house, we just pray for the, the blessings of resources to come and flow to them, that they, their hearts now to sell this home will be filled and consumed, and hopefully what comes out of their open house that happened yesterday will be a buyer that will find a residence with the home, a calling to be there, and that they will be set free from this place to go on to their next place. Just pray into this, Father, that what doors open, you will open to lead them on a path that provides for what you need and what you're asking them to do to enhance the power of kingdom. Amen. Please pray for Israel and my Israeli friend and his family. God be with them and with Israel. Just Cheryl. Okay. This prayer I will not do this way. And I've said it very clearly. I refuse to pray this way. So I will pray the way that I'm called. Israel is a state. is not something I will pray for in its current condition because the government itself is satanic. It is based on the Talmud. And the Talmud is a Babylonian text. I will pray for the people of Israel to find Jesus in their heart. And I will pray for Jerusalem as we are called. And I will also pray for Hamas to find Jesus in their heart. The problem is what we're actually witnessing here is the eradication of Christians and Muslims, especially Christians in the midst of this fight, proclaiming it to be a holy war, which is false and it's a lie. And so I'm, I'm very on fire about this right now because our prayers here matter. And we do not randomly pray in a case like this because we are put into a political battle which does not happen in heaven. Politics do not play. And this deception is trying to pull people into a trap which ultimately puts us in conflict with God and leaves us into a place of sin in our prayers. So this prayer will be prayed as I'm called and I respect you, just Cheryl, but this is something you have to hear in my heart. And it's not just my heart. It is the heart of the Father. In this hour, what we are witnessing in Israel is a convoluted mess driven by cults that don't accept Jesus as their Messiah. And they are trying to pull the rest of the Christian world into this false war, making us believe it is an end-of-times Babylonian prophet, prophetic nightmare. This can't happen. So, Father God, we pray in this moment for the people of Israel. We pray in this moment for Hamas and those in the Middle East. We pray that their hearts will be opened to a mighty power of Jesus Christ, our Savior, as their Messiah, to cast away these false notions of the gods that they follow and the worships that they have, to break the chains of those. 
and to sever those and to open their eyes to the true sense of who the Messiah is. Let Jesus set into their hearts. May they be humbled on the battlefield. May they be left weeping with their shields at their feet. May they see the true sense of the illusion which they have followed, and may those illusions be cast out and broken. And Father, for the friends of Just Cheryl, wherever they sit, wherever they are, may this moment be in a, mo- a moment of awakening of the true sense of who the Messiah is, and may they humble themselves. And as I've already read today, Father, but the scripture you put on my heart, and my people who are called by my name, humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will heal, hear from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their land. And so may these words echo mightily across the Middle East, across Israel, as people awaken and humble themselves before you, Father, accepting Christ in their heart, asking for forgiveness, seeking repentance and restoring their lands to the glory as intended. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So important in this conflict to stay in the right place with it. And I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I'm not getting involved in that stupid political stuff going on. It's ridiculous. My son is on the ship USS Gerald R. Ford Battle Group headed for the Mediterranean Sea off the coast of Israel. Here we go. Pray for these sailors that they remain safe and are not in harm's way from fire. Please pray that they keep their minds and hearts protected from the enemy's psyops. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Kitty to Karen. Father, we pray a hedge of protection around the hearts of every soldier and every sailor on board the USS Gerald Ford. We pray that there will be an anointing placed upon each one, not to bring the fight to the ground of Israel, but rather to stand boldly in the gap and start speaking the power of Jesus and anchoring themselves deep in the root of Scripture. May their hearts be opened and awakened to the fact that this war is not a war of kingdom, but more akin to a judgment on a land that has rebuked the Savior and has not seen to accept Jesus as the Messiah into their heart. May you protect those soldiers and sailors on board this ship, the USS Gerald Ford, encircling and encasing this ship in a protective measure that will prevent it from functioning in this war, keeping it out of this fight, and instead becoming a beacon of light of the glory of kingdom and the prayers that will echo from that ship to echo across the land to transform hearts and minds and turn their eyes to heaven, humbling themselves before you, seeking repentance and accepting the Messiah into their heart. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. This is such an amazing trap. The enemy, and I say this as a guy that had worked in PSYOP. What an amazing trap the enemy has set. Years of building this. Years of getting the church to accept that Israel is like some idolatry that we're supposed to worship as they set in their corrupted governments. And instead, missing the point that the core of this has always been about Jesus. Amazing. Need a prayer. A young man, Brandon, whom I ministered to years ago, called me asking for prayer. His wife had an emergency C-section on Friday. Last night, his wife, Aaliyah, uh, uh, they think, had a a seizure 
and is having complications. Also, the baby, Athena, he said, took a turn for the worse and not sure where the family stands spiritually. Prayers for a miracle for both and that they would turn to Jesus Christ for redemption. I am expecting news of the miraculous. In Jesus' name, amen. Update from Brandon. Mom is doing good. She's able to walk around and baby is still struggling. She got put on oxygen today. They are going to mother monitor mom to make sure her blood pressure doesn't go back up. The MRI came back and looks good, so fingers crossed. The baby's x-rays came back good as well. They think, their mu- uh, they think her muscles and lungs aren't fully developed. That's why they put her on oxygen, trying to keep her to take deeper breaths and expand her lungs. Matthew Elson. Father, we pray for the, the baby, Athena. And we begin by breaking off any ties and soul ties or ancestral ties to a name that takes it back to the, to the worship of false gods. And we break those soul bonds all the way back to the garden, refreshing them with a purity of flow that the name now becomes that anointed through the powers and glories of the Holy Spirit and not connected to anything other of the fallen or in the false worships of God. She is now set free from that bondage. And so, Father, as we do that, we can just feel the shift and the power of the Holy Spirit move through this child. And as this child now is enveloped in the power and glory of heaven, it is now hold, held in the hands of Jesus. And Jesus, we pray into this child, we breathe life into this child, for this is a ch- precious child of kingdom, is a precious child of the Most High. She is a little one. So, Father... We envelop this child with a hedge of protection and wrap this hedge of protection all the way around this child, anchored in the blood of Christ. Any demonic activity that is there, your, act, your, your authorities now have been broken, the name has been severed, and she is now set free into the glory of the kingdom, the glory of Jesus himself. We breathe life into this child, a restorative life and rapid healing and great health into this child. This is a child now that is emboldened with the powerful power of the Holy Spirit, and will now begin to have eyes to see, a gifting of seeing as it grows. Father, we pray into the mother. This is Aaliyah, and we pray into the healing of the mother, and that she, we pray into a life of a nurturing, loving heart. And Aaliyah, we speak life into you as you must speak life into your child. And we just pray in this moment, in the most powerful moment, that Jesus, we ask you to show your face, both to the child and to the mother. And may your May the witness of your face be so profound that they'll find themselves humbled before you and eyes open to whom they truly serve. We pray a blessing over the hospital, a blessing of healing around them both. And we pray for a total and declare total healing of both mother and child in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Words have the power of life and death, so do names. We just have lived so in such a clumsy manner. It's unbelievable. Seriously. It's, uh, we've walked unconsciously and not realized the things that we are doing and the things that we are trapped by. And we have to awaken to the realities of the things that we do, how we intentionally or unintentionally make contracts with the spirit realm, and how that affects our lives. We truly live in a world where we think that our only existence is physical and spiritual is like this extra add-on that we get after we die. 
and it's completely inverted. We are spiritual first, physical second, but we live our live this time into a physical body, but we are at war and we are in our purity is either our purity or our, or our corruption occurs in that spiritual place. So our war is waged in the spiritual realm as it is then reflected in our flesh. Prayers for Eric and the family that mourns the loss of a friend. Hmm. Well, Father, we just pray for Eric and his family and the loss of their friend. And we just pray for the healing hearts. This is always difficult times when we lose ones we care about. So we breathe life into Eric and his family. And we breathe healing into the, into the hearts of Eric and his family. And we just ask, Father, that in this moment, as we feel that flush of the Holy Spirit flow through the body, that they can feel the warmth and the glory and love that Jesus gives and that their eyes are lifted and their eyes are, are shown the glory of our King. And Jesus, we just ask that you'll make your face known to them to humble them and to have them realize that the true source of whom they serve rests in you, not in anything else. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Please pray. My daughter didn't show up to her parole appointment today because she knew she would fall, fail a drug test. No one knows where she and my grandbaby are two months old. Please pray for them. I stood in prayer for her at Bard's Fest and am standing on his promise, Karen O. Jesus, we're just going to ask that you step in here. And we're asking and declaring healing, but healing of the mind first and an unburdening of the heart. This is the enemy at work in the worst possible way. For this enemy is speaking failure, and this enemy is speaking doubt, and this enemy is speaking abandonment and corruption and fear into the heart of Kerno's daughter. So we place a hedge of protection and declare a hedge of protection around Kerno's daughter. And we breathe life into her heart with the power and glory of the Holy Spirit, and we establish this hedge of protection. And as we do, we break the chains of any demonic is there. And demons, you have no authority here. We proclaim Karano's daughter as the property of the Most High, restoring her truly to the power and control of the kingdom. And Jesus, we just ask your presence here to place your hands upon her, to let her hear your voice, and to know how much she is loved. And to Karano's daughter, as we speak life into you, we also speak the words, Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. And let those words be mightier as a mightier sword than anything that the demonic can whisper. And Satan, get back. For this is not yours to take. You have no authority here. And we proclaim this as children of the Most High. We are breaking your chains, we are breaking your bonds, and we are seizing and gagging your tongue, preventing any spokesman from the demonic, including Satan himself, to speak the lies into her. And we break those bonds with these ties that have told her over and over that you're not worthy. But the daughter of Karen, oh, you are worthy. And we speak worthiness into you. So come home. And Jesus, we just ask that you'll fill her and guide her with the glory of the Holy Spirit to open her eyes and to have her hear the words, you're loved, now come home. Come home to Karen O, your mother. And we pray these things and declare these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen.
Good morning, all. I have a prayer request, please. My brother Chris is a missionary in Guatemala. They are having issues in the government of corruption and the people are protesting to the point that the country is being shut down. So far, it has been peaceful with some vandalism, but most people are staying home. Last, he told me, was 132 protest roadblocks. At this point, he can't get to the ministry building, church, or school. Plus, he is supposed to leave for the States next week, but only if he can get back into Guatemala, get back into Guatemala. Just chaos. Thank you. Wednesday 17. Well, Father, we just ask for a hedge of protection around Chris, and that may this be a blessed and anointed walk that he makes in Guatemala. In spite of all the chaos and roadblocks, we just pray for a powerful walk with the glory of the Holy Spirit, that all things will align and that others will witness the power of what it is to walk with Jesus through his very walk there, that any of the roadblocks that need to be removed are removed, any of the passage he needs to make to the airport is given, any of the passage to return to Guatemala is given, and all of these doors are open that only you can open, Father. This is yet another game of Satan to try to create so much chaos that it seems impossible for us to find our way. And so we, we breathe chaos and confusion into the enemy camp. We sp- speak this like the horns of Gideon and the pots of light that were broken to scatter the enemy's thoughts, to cause confusion within their camp, to have the enemy turn on itself and its strongholds broken. And we wage this war also in the heavenly realms with the mightiness of the sword of the spirit, crushing the fortresses and the strings that bind the puppets on earth. And Chris, we, we breathe life and courage and fearlessness into you to awaken that warrior heart that you already have, to now walk boldly in this hour, in this moment, without any hesitation. And Father, we ask that you, will, if you will, to deploy war angels with Chris to walk with him, to protect him, and to ensure his safety. And Chris, let, the, let those see your heart. Let them see the fullness of your heart for Jesus. And this is a time to let it be revealed, for this is the hour and a critical moment that we must deliver these people to show them the way home. We bless you. We breathe life into you. We believe, breathe, breathe courage and fearlessness into you. In Christ Jesus' name we declare, amen. Continuing. See what else we have. Good morning, Patriots. A few of you know already, but I wanted to let you know this. My name is Derek, and I am a January 6th defendant who is going to trial on December in D.C. starting October 12th. Trial should last at least three weeks. I am federally indicted on three felonies and two misdemeanors, and the government is also seeking a a domestic terrorism sentence enhanced if convicted. What that means is maximum punishment should be 27 years and 1.25 million fines. They wouldn't impose that, just the wow factor. What did I do, you ask? I stood outside the Capitol and prayed and gave medical attention to patriots who were beaten, sprayed, and gassed by the police. I did not enter 
did not touch anyone, did not damage anything, did not steal anything, and did not litter. All my charges are nonviolent. This is malicious prosecution simply because my friends and I are the are only 3% group in, indicted together. They got the, the PBs. The, uh, they got the OKs. They have a big hate for patriot groups and want us for a 3% conviction. I turned down two felony plea deals as I did not commit any crimes. I am flying out to D.C. tomorrow early morning. Jury selection starts Thursday. I'm asking for specific prayers for this jury selection and whoever wants to join me in a two-day fast for Thursday and Friday during my jury selection. That would be great. I will be testifying on the stand and I will try and tie everything I can back to the gospel. God has given me the strength to fight the battle and to submit to his will for the outcome. Please pray also for my family, my three friends, a.k.a. co-defendants, who I have been barred from speaking with for over two years, and their families. The Lord knows their names. Thank you, and God bless you all. Christian Outlaw. Just a word on this, Christian Outlaw. We will pray, but we will not limit God's effect here. When you say you ask for specific prayers, we will give those, but we will not limit our prayers to those specific requests. There's a boldness in which you speak, which is courage, but don't let courage become pride. And this is a word. This is a moment now that you're walking truly in kingdom, and whatever God's path is for you, understand that there are many things in play that you may not see. As difficult as this may sound, and in no way is this a spellcaster trying to direct your destiny, but if God leads you to be in jail, remember that from inside you may have greater effect in sharing the gospel than outside. Right now, if you embrace this walk truly with the Lord, you have to submit to the direction in which he goes and embrace it with the fullness of your heart. Father, we pray this morning for Christian outlaw. And what we pray is the justice of heaven to settle down upon this hour. We have seen so much deception and so much turbulence and so much many lies come out of January 6th that it's uncountable and untrackable. We, have find, we find the true heart of tyranny and the true heart of evil. And so, Father, we begin our prayers with the judge of this case to break the chains and the binds of the blackmail that's holding this judge in, in, in that seat. We sever those chains and blackmail, and we release that judge from those burdens, and we break those chains and declare protection around this judge. And any of the demonic realm it's trying to move this way. We're now rebuke you, bind you, and cast you into the lake of fire. This is no longer your domain of authority. And this judge is now set free. The heart of this judge is now set free. And we breathe life and we breathe God's justice into your heart, judge. For the jury members, we break the spell cast that's around you. We break it. We sear those ends of that binds and we cast it into the lake of fire. And we breathe life into your, into your ears to hear the word of God, not the whispers of the, of the father of lies. And Satan, you are rebuked here by the authority given to us as the children of the Most High. You are rebuked and you are spent out of this courtroom, out of their heads, out of the space. And we breathe the might and power and glory of the Holy Spirit across this entire courtroom. Chris, we breathe humility into your heart. 
and we breathe mercy that you'll plead from Father into your heart. We understand the burdens you carry and we sever the chains of by and anchor you deep within that pain and frustration over the years. But this is now a new hour, Chris. I'm saying, Chris, Christian outlaw. This is a now a new hour. And as we breathe life into you and we breathe the power of the Holy Spirit into you, we breathe the restoration deep within your body to turn your eyes more deeply than ever into Jesus and submit yourself to his will. And Father, for this entire court case, we ask the presence and, and involvement of the courts of heaven. May this be an hour now where those that seek to do wrong within their hearts are exposed. We place a, As we place this hedge of protection around this courtroom, we breathe truth into this courtroom. And we proclaim that anybody in that courtroom is bound to speak truth and to reveal their heart. That the motives of this are exposed. And the fullness and truth of what this hour is represents a true sense of true justice, not justice by a corrupted court. We break the bonds and chains of any demonic activity that have bound this courtroom to darkness. And we bind the influences that try to creep in through any action to declare that this courtroom or to use this courtroom for devious means. The demon in the demonic realm has no more authority here. And Father, we ask that you can place war angels around the perimeter to ensure the truth and the flow of truth. And may this courtroom be filled with the healing self that comes from the cross that broke all binds with the contracts made here with the, dark, with the darkness and set us free. And may that emanate through every aspect of this court proceeding. We pray for the protection of Christian outlaws family, encircling them truly with a pledge of protection and the glory of kingdom flowing in the power of the Holy Spirit to heal hearts, to keep their, their eyes on their father as all of our eyes go to our father. Bless them, guide them, protect them when we declare these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for those giving thought and prayers during Bended Knee Live. My dad is 96 and a Navy vet. He has been do going downhill for a while, but it's fallen off in the last few weeks. He had a fall on Friday, and I had him transported to our local hospital ER. They refused to allow him, his POA and medical POA, to be in with him for over two hours. He's legally blind, extremely deaf, and was extremely disoriented more than Biden or <laughs> Fetterman. <laughs> okay. They tested him f for the, uh, it says COOF, without informed consent. And of course, he's positive. I, I guess that's supposed to be COVID. I removed him from the nonsense since that's all that can be, uh, it's all that can be wrong with anyone now. The nurse practitioner couldn't even tell me what their own COVID treatment protocol was. She also said she couldn't prescribe ivermectin nor HCQ because they aren't federal FDA approved. I said neither are mRNA, aborted fetal cells, or graphene oxide. But here we are. So I've been trying to find elder care for him and have made some progress, but the problem and 
the problem and also blessing is he's going downhill faster. We pray for him to go peacefully, to be with the Father without going through all the shenanigans of the nursing home and, and, and COVID nonsense. Thank you, Bart's family, for love and prayers. Metal Zero One. Metal Zero One, one thing we do here, as you know very well, is we pray for healing and restoration. And this is a moment now where we pray into the miracle of healing and restoration. Father, this is a case where, be it your will, we will still declare healing over this man. The outcome is now for you to decide, Father, but hear our hearts as we pray into restorative and immediate healing into Metal Zero One's Father. The restoration of vision, the restoration of the mind, and the restoration of, of the body to be able to function as he was intended here on earth. Father, we declare these things in the name of Jesus, that there be an immediate and total restoration of Metal Zero One's Father that he be given the faculties as he was intended, a clarity of mind to speak and think, the power of his heart to beat and breathe, the ability to walk and see clearly with his eyes and hear brilliantly with his ears. May this be a miracle of restoration and healing within his body, to awaken and suddenly see clearly, to awaken and suddenly hear without hesitation, and to be able to speak in this world and share these hours with his son. May the need for for restored or for elderly care be, be, need, be removed and may those demons that are binding him to this sickness be broken the demons that are clouding his sight you are now cast out and we speak life into you we speak life into you we speak the love of Jesus into you and we're reminded to pick up your crate and walk and be healed Father we bless this man we place a hedge of protection around him and breathe life into him in Christ Jesus' name, amen. Prayer request, thanks to, thanks for Pastor Dave and his wife. Isaiah 61 is the most awesome and uplifting session of teachings I have ever heard. Thank you, Father, for using your servants at Glad Tidings Church to train us on all in spiritual warfare. D. Trotman, amen. Father God, we make a massive prayer of blessing over the Church of Glad Tidings and Pastor Dave Bryant and Cheryl as the team and all the teams there and all the prayer warriors and all the prayer teams there that have led this week into glorious victory over the demonic. May you continue to bless this church and raise it up and provide all the resources needed as it moves forward to truly build the model of an ecclesia in a community, to restore the true nature of what a church is with multiple ministries, always seeking the one, not the 99, and to truly build a ministry is built on the foundation of love as Dave does so well. Father, we ask for a hedge of protection around Dave and Pastor Dave and Cheryl, specifically to protect their home, to protect their family, to reinforce their lives and on the, everywhere they step and travel, to ensure that they are protected everywhere they go. And may that blessing extend to all the staff at Glad Tidings. And Father, may their messages continue to resonate across the web, and may their message grow mightily and profoundly to be heard, to settle in and resonate deep within the hearts and to expand the reach of the kingdom far beyond anything imagined. And may the resources flow, all that they need to continue to build out their vision and their dreams for the Church of Glad Tidings as a great resource for the kingdom and expansion of the footprint of the glories of heaven here on earth. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Hey, Bart's fam. I have a friend, Kim, who is very dear and sweet, 
She is struggling deeply with her mental health and has chosen to be hospitalized for a short, for a short time because she cannot be alone on account of suicidal ideation. I believe she has something dark attached to her. She loves the Lord but can't feel him and hear him right now. She prays and talks to him daily and asks him to show her himself to her. There's a lot more to this story, but right now the most important thing is her mental health. I will be paying, praying for deliverance for her and appreciate your prayers also. Thank you all, Heather A. from New York. Heather A. from New York, you need to get a message to her and not go into that mental hospital. They will give her drugs and this will open up more demonic portals. She is suffering from a demonic infestation in her. And we need to break those chains. Father, we pray for an intervention here on from Kingdom. We encircle this young lady, Kim, in a hedge of protection. And we pray into a powerful hedge of protection that severs the bonds of any demonic activity, break them from their root, and cast them into the lake of fire. Father, any altars tied to this young lady from witchcraft or mason, we sear those, we sear those connections back to the very altar and burn those altars to the ground. Father, any of the demons that are there now are put on notice. And demons, hear me. Satan, hear me. This child is off limits. No whispers anymore into her head. We cast them off. We encircle her with a powerful protection, a true brilliant shining helmet of salvation that nothing spoken will get into her ears anymore or her head. And to the demon that rests within you, look me in the eye. For you see me, you see me. Now leave her and leave her alone. For this woman is now a child of the Most High, protected by the Almighty and our Lord and Savior, Jesus. Jesus, we ask that you intervene to place your hands upon her and to let that what lives within her know who the true authority here is in this hour and cast out that demon to set her free. Father, we pray and breathe life into this heart. And we unbind this heart that's now tangled in so much darkness. We sever it and free it and let the light and glory of heaven flow in and the power of the Holy Spirit flow from head to toe. And we begin to see this body shake and now breathe in the Holy Spirit, Kim. Breathe in the Holy Spirit and breathe out and spit out this demon and this demonic influence. And Father, may the hearing be restored and the binds and and encapsulations that have been put upon her ears to prevent her from hearing your voice be stripped away. We now clean out all the damage that was done, the scar tissue placed upon her, the encapsulating covers put upon her ear hearing to prevent her from hearing your voice. And we breathe life into your hearing. We let now, we restore the hearing into the Lord Jesus that you can now hear your, your King speak to you. And he says this, I forgive you. I love you. Now forgive yourself. Now speak, I forgive myself into this world. I accept my, my Savior as Jesus, and I repent before him for any sins done, known or unknown. And let those sins be revealed, and let the heart be freed. And may this young lady be restored to the magnificence of kingdom. We declare this over her in the mightiness of Jesus' name. Amen. Please pray for my neighbor and friend, Dan. The squad took him to the hospital this morning, Steve. Father God, we pray over Dan, pray for his healing and pray for his safety and just wrap him in the glory of heaven and 
and the blanket given to us by the by Jesus himself to hold him and to restore him. This goes back to a root very old. We just ask that that healing begins at the root as a child to set him free from the bondages that he is in now. We breathe life into Dan. We we breathe love into Dan. And we declare these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. I'm listening to the Isaiah 61 conference. It is awesome. Asking for continued prayers for healing, deliverance, peace, and restoration for, for Alan, who hit the moose on his motorcycle. His sister, Christina, just sent this. Honestly, it's been a rough week. Please keep praying for Alan. EMTs had to come to the house yesterday, and Alan was brought to the ER for pain, crisis, panic attacks, causing his blood pressure to drop critically low, 70-30. The doctors are going to try to increase his meds and see if it helps. He hasn't slept in four days. He's lost 35 pounds, is really struggling nutritionally, physically, mentally, and spiritually. He's so depressed and just wishes he was dead. Kit Kat. Okay, there's... This is, a, this is a suicide demon that's in this one. And this is what happens when you get the darkness of devil in you and, and just attaches you and it starts to whisper to you and tell you that you're better off dead. Father God, we pray over Alan. And we breathe life into his heart. And we breathe life with the Holy Spirit deep within his heart to see a healing that runs head to toe and toe to head. And we place a hedge of protection around him. And in that, with that hedge of protection, all ties to the demonic are broken and severed. Somewhere there's an opening. And Father, we seal that breach. We stand in the gap and we seal that breach. And we pray into this. And we pray healing into this. And we pray the voice, that the voice of Jesus speak to you deep in the intercessor places of your mind and in deep in your heart. That voice that tells you that you wish you were dead, that's the, that's the deception. And so we break off any of the whispers that are coming from the father of lies and any of his agents we rebuke your, your authority here. We break it, cast it out, seal it, and send it to the lake of fire. For you no longer have authority over this body or over this man. Jesus, we ask that you'll show your face. That Alan's faith can be restored. And Alan, we breathe life and breathe the power of the Holy Spirit in to start healing your body from head to toe to toe to head. That there's something in this moment that's restorative that you have to reach for. You have to reach to your Savior. You have to see him as your Savior and speak, Jesus is my Savior. Jesus is Lord. And Alan, we pray that you'll hear these words to humble yourself before the throne and say, I repent for any sins done, known or unknown. And Father, reveal what those unknowns are to him. For the demonic realm, you have no authority here and Satan is going to get your hands off of this man. And for that spirit that's in there whispering, that's now laughing, understand what these authorities are and what will happen. 
for your stubbornness to leave this man has additional consequences, and you know what that are, those are. This is the rule of the spirit world. You've been ordered to leave. Now leave and leave this man alone. You are out, you are out, you are cast out. And there will be no more authority in this body. And the longer you linger, the worse the pain will be. You know these rules. Now leave. And Father, we flood Alan with love, powerful, embracing love, as we flood into him. And we sever the ties of the emotions that are binding him to the accident. We cut those and release him from those burdens and those anchors. And now we fill him again with a powerful flush of love from head to toe and toe to head. And Jesus, we just ask that on our behalf that you step in and hold him and hug him and let him feel the love of the Father. And we declare healing over Alan, healing over him in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. I need prayers for physical strength and endurance required to prepare a property for Bardsfest, Chile. It is a lot of work, and I am honorable, honored to do it, but this is an old body isn't as strong as it once was. I also ask for the continued health for those who are volunteering their time in this endeavor and the skilled paid workers who will, re, who will ensure that it will be safe and secure space for elderly and the infirm. Though I walked a bloodline around the property, I'm asking for additional prayers declaring this to be kingdom space, that no evil can touch it, and that it be prosperous for the people in the valley. Thank you, Bard's Warriors. Prayers, Mila. Mila, you have learned this week about deliverance, and we will talk more about this, but this property is going to need to be delivered. So whether it happens at Bard's Fest or after, you're not realizing how big the deal this is, and I'm going to tell you right now, that bloodline is only the beginning. So we need prayers from Bard's Nation to join in this because what's going on there, Damila, is you're putting an outpost for God in one of the darkest spiritual places in the world. And this is no game. And anybody playing around here thinking that this is just going to be some festival, you're wrong. This is bringing hope of the Holy Spirit and the power of healing of the Holy Spirit and a true anchor point for God in one of the darkest, most evil, ritualistic child sacrifice regions in the entire globe. And it has deep roots. You're dealing with pure ancient evil. And this is not to scare you. This is to put things in perspective. So Bars Nation, I need prayers on this property that Mila is talking about. We are securing a stronghold down there for kingdom. And we need mighty prayers and we need to stay in prayer to keep this place strong. So Father God, we declare this property with the bloodline cats walked by Mila to be property of kingdom. And under the authorities that you only you can provide, we are asking for you to deploy an army of war angels to secure the perimeter of this property and hold this space for the glory of kingdom. We know of the ancient evil that exists. We cleanse this land in the name of Jesus, and we flush this land of any darkness that exists long ago. We rid it at the very root and core, and we cleanse it down with the blood of Christ. All contracts that were made are broken. All suggestive influences by evil are broken. And for those mighty spirits to sit down there, understand who you're now dealing with. We are the children of the Most High, reinforced by the mightiness of kingdom, and we declare this property to be the space of kingdom, a land now truly returned to the glory of God himself. You have no authority here. 
We walk with Jesus. We proclaim the authorities given to us by Jesus. And this land is now secured and is safe. This hedge of protection now extends to the entire village. And every person within that village is now held safe. Any demonic activities, witchcraft, ancient ritual, worship, child blood sacrifice that has been done within the boundaries of this village, it is now the bonds to the ancient are broken and we flood in here the power of love to overcome this entire community and we sever those binds from the ancient and we release this community into the present and the glory of God. Father, we further ask the request for the deployment of our angels around the entire perimeter of this, of this village. And Father, if you will be so if we will be so blessed, we ask for the deployment of angels to heal the hearts of the many there, to give rejuvenation of the heart and hope deep within them, to feel the power of the Holy Spirit flood through the entire space. Mila, we pray for you for a restoration of your heart. We pray for you for the restoration of your body. And Jesus, we pray health, healing, and longevity into Mila. And we pray that with the power and the prayers, and we declare that healing over you. Flood your body truly with the glory of God and the heart you have for God. Hear it and stop doubting yourself. You are not alone and you are there solid anchored on the rock of faith with a powerful nation behind you. Some of our walks in this missionary movement that we do across the globe require us at times to lead and to do it without the physical side-by-side -side activity of others. But Jesus is always with you and the resources of heaven are always at your reach. Humble yourself before the throne. Thank God for all that you have and understand that the powers and resources that are provided you are also requested and prayed for by this nation and you are one with us. Father, we ask for a blanket umbrella of protection across this and the blessings of this village to be plentiful and unending. And we pray and thank you for Mila, for her heart of gold that is sought to do the right thing to provide a sanctuary for the little ones and a restoration truly of the glory of heaven in this space that has up until now held by evil itself. Bless her and guide her in this moment. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name and declare these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Heavenly Father, he himself before our sins, he himself bore our sins in his body, on the tree that we might die into sin and to live to righteousness by his wounds you have been healed peter 2:24 father god i am praying for my friend richard richard is a navy veteran who has volunteered in our department for several years richard is legally blind he rides the bus 5 days a week to the va an hour and a half each way richard also has digestive issues that makes it difficult for him to eat solid food. His diet consists of Ensure broth, coffee, tea, and, on occasion, and occasionally Hershey's chocolate kisses. Richard uses the $8 per day he makes volunteering to buy candy and snacks for veterans and staff. He works harder than many employees. Father God, please forgive me for not praying for Richard more. Richard is extremely self-reliant and very independent. It makes it easy to forget he faces so many challenges. He enjoys his apartment, manages all life tasks on his own. Richard never complains. Richard is a super trooper. 
Loving Father God, touch Richard now with your healing hands. I believe that your will is for Richard to be well in mind, body, soul, and spirit. Father God, please continue to allow Richard to maintain his fierce warrior heart. Cover Richard with the most precious blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In Christ, in Christ our King's holy name, Amen, Ekmak. This is a wonderful prayer, Ekmak. Thank you. Really beautiful. And this is such an amazing soul you described. Father, this is a this is a beautiful soul that's been working on behalf of kingdom in so many glorious ways. And so, Father, as we sit here, we're reminded that Jesus, you could allow the blind to see. So we pray sight over him and declare sight over Richard. And Jesus, we just ask that your presence will be made and your face will be known and that as he begins, he regains his sight, he can see your face as the first thing he encounters. Father, we declare a hedge of protection around Richard and totally consume and fill him with the power of the Holy Spirit. And may that Holy Spirit fire burn with the mightiness and anything unrefined be removed and only the beauty of heaven remain within him. And may his heart only be strengthened and may the restoration of his health be from head to toe and toe to head. And may his heart grow bolder with the love of kingdom as he continues his march and walk in this world to share the love as the most powerful weapon of war. May he be blessed with all the love that we can pour out into prayer. And may that love fill him and guide him and heal him. And we declare that healing in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Please pray for Nathan's healing from MC Accident 12421, still working through many surgeries, Z-Bond. I guess it's motorcycle. I think that's what that is, motorcycle accident. Father, we just pray over Nathan. We just envelop him with a powerful hedge of protection around him. And we breathe life into him. Whatever the surgeries that he's dealing with or injuries he's dealing with now, we just see a complete top to body, top, head to toe restoration of his body. The bones are remade. The joints are made new again. The bone, the tissues are restored. His heart is strengthened. His lungs are cleared. His liver and kidneys are made anew. His vision is restored. And we pray this over him. We pray restoration and healing and declare this healing in the name of Christ Jesus, our Savior. Amen. I'm going to do a prayer for Duncan and Raina. There is some darkness that's settled over their lives. If you're not aware of it, then just trust my word. But it's a darkness that has come over the hearts and it goes to the core of being truly repentant in the body of Christ and being saved. Father, we pray over Duncan and Raina. We pray a mighty prayer of the power of the Holy Spirit to settle into their lives, to take away the illusions, the Celtic ties, and to break the bonds of the Celtic origins that confuse the true depth of the love in Christ. Father, we pray for salvation over them and that both of them will find their eyes on the cross, repentant and before the throne united truly in the body of Christ, not in the flesh. 
we break any bonds and chains to the ancient crafts of dark arts. We remove any bonds in the word magic and spell casting that may occur around them intentionally or unintentionally. And we establish a hedge of protection around them to flood the power of the Holy Spirit within their lives that extends fully from Duncan to his mother and to the entire household therein. Father, any contracts made intentionally or unintentionally, we declare broken, and that truly the heart of Jesus be lit, lit up within them each to repent, to accept Christ within their heart, and in so doing, to seek a full restoration through baptism and deliverance. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. All right, next we have about three more to do. So good morning of prayer. Please pray for me as I too will pray for all of you. I am in Ragemore Hospital, Iverness, Scottish Highlands, having had a surgery to mend a broken right femur. I need to make more prompt healing so that I can return to my work as a full-time prayer warrior. Mummy, relax. Well, Father, we pray for Mummy, relax. And we pray for immediate and restorative healing. And we declare healing over the broken right femur. Father God, as we just pray that into our hands and we place our hands above her, we see the bones being remended and healed in the most miraculous way. We breathe life into this restoration. We cast out any of the darkness and break the binds of this. And we breathe life into this hospital room and enveloping power of the Holy Spirit to consume Mama, relax. Mommy, relax. And Jesus, we just ask that your face can be shown and that the true power and glory of our King be revealed. And that Mommy, relax, can feel not only the healing within the body, but the healing within the heart to return her to a powerful position as a prayer warrior. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. I am requesting prayers for my mother's family. The Johnsons, almost two years ago, my mother's family of six lost their big brother, Russell, called Tom, before his 80th birthday. My uncle Tom helped everyone in the family with his time, his attention, and money. He took his faith seriously as he did his role of being the head of the family. Hang on a second. Okay, just had a, I'm sorry, I kind of lost track of that prayer. He took his faith and seriously as did his role of being a head of the family. He was kind and generous to friends and strangers. Tom's rapid dementia along with the wife's caused some incidents that left the family taking sides and assigning blame. Oh, that's so much the father of lies right there. Oh my goodness. Tom's death was unexpected and proper arrangements were never made. COVID BS. Yep, lots of that going on. Befitting such a great brother and brother in Christ, please allow them to properly mourn their brother. I ask you to heal the hearts of the remaining brother and four sisters, along with their children and grandchildren, and be thankful to God for providing such a man that positively affected so many lives. Thanks, Scott and Bars Nation, David Strasberger. Well, David, thank you for trusting us with this prayer. 
This is a delicate prayer that you know for families that have been afflicted and afflicted, afflicted by this COVID nonsense and and this word casting and spell casting that's gone on. Father, we place this family in a complete envelope of a hedge of protection. And we break any ties and binds to the spell cast provided by this COVID witchcraftery. We break those spells. We seal them and bind them and cast them into the lake of fire. Father, we pray life into this family. We pray healing and love into this family in a mighty way. The Holy Spirit just flows into each one of them. And the binds of difference, the, the illusions in the minds, the spell casts that are ringing in their ears, we take off those filters and we break them and clarify them and breathe life into their hearing and into their sight. In the honor of their brother, we raise up the holiness and gloriness of what he was to that family. And the wounds that are now finding anger and hatred now turn to weeping and mourning. And the eyes that are turned against one another now are clarified and the eyes now turn up and look into heaven. And we declare this deep spiritual healing within the family. And within the authorities given to us, we cast out and break the binds of any demons that are now floating through this family, any any whispers that are made, any contracts made, intentional or unintentional, we sever and bind and cast into the lake of fire. Satan, you have no authority here. And we declare this family a property and control over the, over the kingdom and our, and our God and King Jesus Christ. You have no authority here. Step out and step back. For we are the children of the Most High, stepping in to heal and flood love into this family. May each heart now be woven with the beauty of love and the Holy Spirit, and any darkness be cast out and broken. And may the threads that bind be broken these are threads of hatred and darkness and acridness, and we flush them out as we reforge these binds within their hearts of hearts of love, communication, and mourning, and simply joy of living. No more are words spoken, and any words spoken in hate are bound and gagged, and only the words spoken now are of respect and of healing to bridge the gaps and differences, and may the burdens of the past that have now made these wounds be healed in the blood of Christ, and this family now to be knitted and restored knowing that deep within them they miss their brother. This is the core and the key. They miss Russell. And instead of mourning him, because of the influence of the demonic, they have turned against each other to hate each other in his loss. We break that spell. We break it and cast it, and we cast it out to the lake of fire. And we pray life and healing over all of you. In Christ Jesus' name we declare, amen. My schedule, this is the last one. My schedule is so busy. Well, actually, I've got another one after this. My personal one. My schedule is so busy, it is hard to catch up, catch Scott live. But I go back and listen, and they, they bless me so much. He is such an anointed intercessor and gatherer. We must all surround him with prayers because he is a true kingdom warrior. We must block the enemy in every side with our prayers for Scott and those anointed as he is to thwart the enemy's plots and plans. Devanika Ball. I just want to say thank you. The prayers like this are difficult to give because they're about me. And I don't seek this. But I am humbled. 
and I will, in honor of this prayer request, give it as much as I can. I leave much of the personal side to you. It's difficult to do a prayer like this, but thank you. Father, thank you for the seat that you've placed me upon to be a voice, to carry your word, and to inspire the hearts of the many. And thank you for this beautiful and amazing family that has risen up to be strong, to be united, as each is increasingly healed and as we each walk a path together into the depths and the greater body of Christ. Father, in the last few weeks, we've seen spirits of confusion and dissension settle into some of the places of this family. We've heard people try to divide, and we found the father of lies settling in to take this moment where so much has happened, deliverance is occurring, leaving people ill at ease, sometimes confused, as the father of lies leads his army into the hearts of some to try to divide us and separate us. Father, in this hour, I pray and declare a hedge of protection around Bar's nation. And I pray a bloodline around each person's life, each person's family, and this entire nation as a whole, no matter how broad and wide it is. Father, I pray the blessing of connections as we build the bridges with other tribes. We build the bridges from the root and glad tidings to the outward bridges of connections and the glory of tribe and friendliness with Resistance Nation and Bars Nation and others to come. We are blessed with the many that seek to be part of what we do. And we ask for the continued prayer of love to flow from the root to the fruit. Father, we are a nation that is now built and is leading in an amazing way across the entire globe with your voice echoing in the hearts and our King and Savior Jesus walking with each of us. May love be the root of which we always work from. May the healing of wounds continue. And may they go deep. May we be delivered from our burdens of the past as a nation, fully delivered, and the bonds and that bind us even to the satanic or, or demonic realm. And may this each, may each step that we do be anointed with your words that flow from top to bottom and ultimately from bottom to top. We are blessed in a great nation we are seeing rise to be disciples and apostles across the world. And may that continue to echo deeply within the hearts of each listener and each person that follows. May we remember that Bard's nation is only a symbol to represent the greater love that we have in the body of Christ. It's a rally point, not a worship. And may the power and the love of the glory of Christ continue to flow deeply within our hearts to bridge us and bring us together, to glorify you, Father, in all we do, to glorify you, Jesus, in all we do. And may we dig deeper and deeper into the authorities to us and live more boldly in the perfection of the body of Christ. And Father, may you bless us all with greater authorities and greater tools of war. And may the evil be put on notice, for we are a mighty nation, a nation honored to walk as a tribe in the kingdom. We are all under the banner of Christ, our King and Savior, and let that never be misunderstood. For we do not speak for ourselves, but we speak in the body of Christ. 
and we speak with the authorities given to us by Jesus himself. And as we walk to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, to heal the sick and the broken, to cast out demons, to raise the dead, and to do greater works than he, let those words echo with the mightiness and glory of Jesus himself. And may we walk with that authority and equally that humility before the throne to know that we are not greater than thee or any other, but simply walking in kingdom to bring so many home. Thank you, Father. This is a gift to the world, not a gift of one. And may we continue to seek the one and not the 99, to continue to raise up and find those that are in most need and often forgotten, to remember that they too are precious in this kingdom. May our doors remain open and our tables set. May there always be food on the table. And may we always love our neighbor and be willing to help. May we humble ourselves before the throne daily. May we repent for the sins done and, un and known and unknown. And may we always be blessed with the revealing of what sins we don't know about to improve our walk. May we believe truly in the authorities given to us. And may we never forget the sacrifice made for this hour, for us to be in this moment here in time. Thank you, Jesus, for the burdens you bore on the cross have given us life. And we now breathe victory into this world, for we pray from victory to bring the victory and the kingdom to life. In Christ Jesus' name we declare, amen. Father, in one final prayer tonight, I just want to pray for this extended family that is joining Bard's nation. Ask a prayer for Michelle and Leah of the Resistance Chicks as they have continued to just do amazing work and lead their ministry and now a ministry that's joining in its beautiful ways to integrate and bring together the strengths that we have into Bard's nation. May you bless them, may you protect them, may you place a hedge of protection around their family around their lives and all the extended ministry that they have. And may our hearts be opened as there are to us to continue to hear each other and learn from each other and to raise up the glory of kingdom in all we do. Father, we pray for Pastor Dave Bryant and his team, his pastoral team and his church of the Church of Glad Tidings. He becomes our hub and anchor as we build the spokes into the world. And we're thank you, thankful for that, Father, for all that is done and given. Ask for the continued blessings and protections around that ecclesia of the Church of Glad Tidings. Father, we pray for Brian and Alicia Derrico, who are now in the, in the bridge between Glad Tidings and Bar's Nation. May their hearts continue to grow and lead us in the amazing work of deliverance, for they are both anchors and even spiritual parents to this group of both tribes, Bars Nation and, and Resistance Nation, as they have taken the wisdom of the many, where Dave's ceiling is now their floor, we now see them reaching out to lead us and guide us into new levels of deliverance ministry, inner healing, and a closer relationship with Jesus himself. May you bless them. May we be blessed with them as we knit this together to grow yet a greater tribe and family. Father, we ask for a prayer for Rick and CJ. This is a couple from Portland, Oregon, CJ being an SRA victim, who are just powerful in the ministry of deliverance, who have now knitted themselves into this family in a beautiful way. Be 
being delivering, bringing their their resources, CJ's ability to see into the spirit to truly help to bring people in the most extreme cases to deliverance where everyone else would walk away and leave them lost. Bless them, Father, in what they do. Father, we pray for the Cantrell family, Paul Cantrell, Christine, and the family of 10, soon to be 12. We ask for blessings around them as they have embraced this nation as part of their own, this tribe. May that glory and power within them continue to rise in their ministry that will enhance ours as they use, as they show us the way of how youth themselves can speak in the prophetic and heal and give us an example of family and stewardship literally walking in the Spirit in all that they do. Father, we pray for Mila, who's now establishing an anchor point in the southern, southern part of this hemisphere, a point at the root of one of the most darkest evils of child sex trafficking and abuse. Bless her, guide her, provide her with the resources, and may we as a nation stand with her in all prayer and protection, for this is a kingdom outpost under the banner of Bard's nation, but most importantly, an anchor point for Operation Vineyard. And Father, we pray for Willie, the owner of the property in Kentucky, who is now talking with us to bring us alongside as we walk alongside of him. May he be blessed and maybe the resources flow that this place in, in Kentucky will continue to be a center of healing, deliverance, and ministry of an unprecedented level to bring the power of the Holy Spirit into the world. And Father, we pray for the continued expansion of the outposts, the operational outposts for Operation Vineyard and the outposts for Bars Nation. They work hand in hand. And may these blessings flow as we need, as we have build the visions for what it is to build the spokes from the hub and expand the kingdom's foothold into this world to bring a nation that was lost to the foot of the throne to repent of our ways so that we can heal this land. Guide us, Father, bless us, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Well, patriots, that's our prayers for today. Thank you. A beautiful morning of prayer and healing, as I always look forward to it, on Sunday. May we all be blessed. May we all walk humbly in the body of Christ. May we all humble ourselves before him. And may we seek that moment in the word to marinate in what Christ said. So let me close with this as just some guidance that we'll talk more about in coming shows. We need each day to prepare ourselves for this war. This war is not unfiction. It is vicious and it is growing at an unprecedented rate. The spirit war is the real battlefield. What we see in the physical is an outcome of what's happening in the spiritual. I'll give testimony tonight on the show to one of the most intense spiritual attacks any of us have ever witnessed, and it happened here over the last 48 hours. And we won. We were victorious. But victory takes very different forms in the spiritual realm. So here's what I suggest to everyone. Take this to heart, and we will continue to talk about it. But use this as, your, as a framework for your daily practice. Wake up early, four, five, six, something like that. Sit quiet for 20 minutes. Just sit quiet and seek his face and know that he is God. Hear, our, hear God's voice. Seek it. Then spend time in the word 
Spend 20 minutes or so reading in the Word, to marinate in the Word. Choose a passage, read a, read a chapter, whatever you want, but read and pray on it, to marinate in the Word, to enrich in ourselves and to strengthen ourselves. Then, pray in repentance. Seek repentance for sins known and unknown. Ask the Lord for everything that you find in this process of wounds to heal those wounds as we bring it before the, before the throne and seal the armor. And then read Ephesians 6.10-18 to 18 to strengthen yourself and be prepared for the day of war. Then spend 20 minutes, maybe an hour, whatever your time is, spend 20 minutes at least of doing some form of physical exercise. This is you and me and all of us getting real into what this war actually is. This is a battlefield we are in. This war is real and it is both physical and spiritual and we must be prepared. That begins your day. And each day as you begin, you are better prepared to take on this enemy. And as the tools grow in understanding of what our tools are of this war and we master them better and we, and we provide greater insight as the Holy Spirit speaks to us and teaches us, we become greater in kingdom and greater on this battlefield. For the time is now working quickly. Things are moving and shifting and we don't have time to waste. So thank you, patriots. May we all be blessed and humbled before the throne. Have a beautiful and wonderful day. Enjoy your Sunday. I'll see you tonight. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe, to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal, but that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. 
We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 